it's time for the only show that doesn't care about ratings, Witness Radio, with your host, Ryan Muniak. Welcome once again to the only show that doesn't care about ratings because our sole purpose is to save souls, on purpose. Go to witnesstalkradio.org for more episodes, syndication options, and to get your tickets for the Martyr Rayo Academy. There's only 50 spaces available, so sign up today. You're listening to Witness Radio. Roman Catholics. Are they Christians or are they a cult? Let's find out today as we listen to two interviews from Jen with Christian Collegiate Network as she interviews different Catholics on the campus. We'll also hear from Matt Slick, founder of CARM, the Christian Apologetics and Research Ministry, as he answers the question, are Roman Catholics saved? This is Jen from CCN. Can I interview you for the radio? Absolutely. Can you name three things that are wicked and evil? Witches? Um, serial killers and the devil. All right, why are witches wicked? I believe because that's what we're told by the storybooks as kids. <laughs> All right, and then why, what was it, as you said, witches, oh, the devil. So why is the devil bad? Um, the devil's bad because of his influence on people against Christianity. Are you a Christian? I am a Catholic. All right, so... Uh, have you ever told a lie? I have. Have you ever stolen anything? I have. The Bible says if you hate someone, you murder them in your heart. If you lust after a person, you commit adultery in your heart. So if God judged you by the Ten Commandments, would you be innocent or guilty? I'd be guilty. If you're guilty, would you go to heaven or hell? I would go... It depends. It would depend on my level of repentance. All right, let's say you stood before a judge, say, Judge, I'm so sorry and I'll never do it again. That would be repentance, right? And you say, you should be sorry and you shouldn't do it again, but you have to pay the fine. So who can pay your fine? Um, Jesus has paid my fine so far, but I pay my fines throughout my life. You know what? Every time you lie or steal... Your, your sin is primarily against God. You know, you think about David. He says, like, you know, uh, Nathan confronted him and he says, I sinned against you and you alone, Lord. And so he is an eternal being. And so every time we sin, we have an eternal fine to pay. So when Jesus died on that cross, he actually paid all of your fine. It says a, a propitiation. And so you turn from your sin and you trust that he paid that fine in full. You get to heaven not because you earn it or deserve it, but because he loved you so much to pay that fine in full. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Can it be a fire conference? That isn't dopey and heretical. You betcha. In New Jersey, no less. Tom's River specifically. Check out Jersey Fire, who is going to be at this great evangelistic equipping conference. None other than Dan Phillips from Pyromaniacs, Carl Kirby Jr., Andrew Rappaport, all equipping you at the great Jersey Fire conference. Find out more now at jerseyfire.org. Cannibalism is okay as long as you're not actually hurting somebody. Wouldn't eating someone hurt them? I'm trying to do the best I can. There's only one way to have your sins forgiven. As born-again Christians, part of our duty is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or have never witnessed before, Witness Radio has something for you. Tune in next time to strengthen your faith and learn how to defend it. Go to witnesstalkradio.org. That's witnesstalkradio.org. 
are Roman Catholics Christian? Now, that's a very important question. And the answer, well, it's vitally important. Roman Catholics are Christians if they have trusted in Jesus alone for the forgiveness of their sins. However, if they believe that they are saved by God's grace and their works, or any combination of, then they're not saved, even if they believe their works are done by God's grace, since they deny, therefore, the true sufficiency of Christ's sacrifice. See, being a Christian does not mean being a member of the Roman Catholic Church. It means being a member of the body of Christ, which is accomplished by faith and trust in Jesus alone for the forgiveness of your sins. It means that you do not add your works to His work. Sincerity doesn't forgive sins. Membership in a church doesn't forgive sins. Doing works of penance doesn't forgive sins. Praying to Mary doesn't forgive sins. Forgiveness is received in the faithful trust and acceptance of Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. You must trust Jesus, who's God in flesh, for the forgiveness of sins, not a man-made ritual, and certainly not the Catholic saints. Even though the Roman Catholic Church affirms the Trinity and the deity of Christ and, of course, the physical resurrection, it greatly errs in its doctrine of salvation by adding works to salvation. That's right works. It adds works to salvation. The official Roman Catholic doctrine of salvation is that the grace of God is infused into a baby or a person at baptism, making him or her justified before God. The Catechism of the Catholic Church, paragraph 2020, says this, quote, Justification has been merited for us by the passion of Christ. It is granted us through baptism. Close quote. This justification can be lost through sin and must be regained by repeated participation in the many sacraments found in the Roman Catholic Church. These sacraments increase the measure of grace in the person by which he or she is then enabled to do good works, which are in turn rewarded with the joy of heaven. Now, the Catechism of the Catholic Church says in paragraph 1821, quote, We can therefore hope in the glory of heaven promised by God to those who love him and do his will. In every circumstance, each one of us should hope with the grace of God to persevere to the end and to obtain the joy of heaven as God's eternal reward for the good works accomplished with the grace of Christ. Now, the Catechism of the Catholic Church says in paragraph 2010, quote, Moved by the Holy Spirit and by charity, we can then merit for ourselves and for others the graces needed for our sanctification. Close quote. Now, no one can say whether a Roman Catholic is truly a Christian or not, since we cannot look into and judge people's hearts. But if anyone, Catholic included, openly denies essential doctrines, then he is not saved. And this is the problem. It appears that the Roman Catholic Church is denying the essential doctrine of justification by faith. It says this in the Canon 9 Council of Trent. It says this, quote, If anyone says that by faith alone the impious is justified in such wise as to, to mean that nothing else is required to cooperate in order to the obtaining the grace of justification, and that it is not in any way necessary that he be prepared and disposed by the movement of his own will, let him be anathema, 
close quote. Now, the word anathema is used by Paul in his discussion of wanting to be separated from God so that Israel will be saved. This means cursed of God. It means lost. And the Roman Catholic Church pronounces anathema on those who would teach justification by grace alone and faith alone in Christ alone. Now, the Council of Trent says in Canon 14, quote, If anyone says that man is truly absolved from his sins and justified because he assuredly believed himself absolved and justified, or that no one is truly justified but he who believes himself justified, and that by his faith alone absolution and justification are affected, let him be anathema, close quote. This is serious stuff. The Roman Catholic Church is anathematizing anyone who would believe and affirm the doctrine of justification by grace alone and faith alone, by faith alone, in Christ alone. Notice, justification, which is by faith alone, is denied, and heaven is the reward, according to Roman Catholicism, for doing good works. This is the problem. The Roman Catholic Church does not teach the biblical doctrine of justification by faith. It teaches justification by faith in works. So what is Karm's official position on the Roman Catholics? Well, it's very simple. If a Roman Catholic believes in the official Roman Catholic teaching on salvation, then he's not a Christian, since the official Roman Catholic position is contrary to Scripture. Therefore, as a whole, Roman Catholics need to be evangelized. They need to hear the true gospel. They need to hear that they are not made right before God by being in a church or by being baptized, or by, but by receiving Christ, John 1.12, by believing that Jesus has risen from the dead, Romans 10.9, and that justification is by faith, Romans 5.1, and not by our deeds, Romans 4.5 says. It is only true faith that results in true works, James 2, not the other way around. Roman Catholics, like anyone else, need to trust in Jesus alone for the forgiveness of their sins, and not the Catholic sacraments, not the words of the priest, not the Pope, not Mary, not the saints, not penance, not indulgences, and not the rosary. Jesus alone is the way, the truth, and the life. John 14, 6. Not Jesus and some ceremony that you're supposed to do. Finally, there are probably truly regenerate Christians in the Roman Catholic Church. But they are Christians in spite of Roman Catholic theology and in spite of the ritualistic traditions which has moved it into apostasy. Yes, apostasy. The Roman Catholic Church is not representing true Christianity. It has fallen from the faith. It is no longer a true Christian church. Jesus alone saves Jesus alone is Lord. Only Jesus' sacrifice can cleanse us of our sins. Only by faith in Him are we made right before God. Justification is by faith. Romans 5.1 Not by something we do. Otherwise, we aren't saved by faith. Imagine Jesus walking onto your local college campus. What would he say? Would he be like Matthew chapter 9, seeing the people rast and helpless like sheep without a shepherd, and say the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few? At Christian Collegiate Network, we are sending workers into the harvest. We are training students how to proclaim the glorious gospel, not only in the way that they live their lives, but how to speak to the campus community about the gospel. If you want to support our ministry at Christian Collegiate Network by becoming a campus leader or financially, go to changeyourcampus.com. Christian Collegiate Network, changeyourcampus.com. Right, James. 
We don't need no stupid ratings. You're listening to Witness Radio with Ryan Muriak. <coughs> but we like Ryan. <coughs> we do. Just go to witnesstalkradio.org. If I were to say, how would you come up with your definition of evil, where would you get your definition of evil from? I would think of anything malicious. I would think of um, hate crimes or things that have happened in previous wars. That would be my definition, where I would get it from. So just by, by things that you've seen and you say, oh, I think those are evil. Yes. Now, here's the question. Is, is everybody seems to have the same definition of evil. Like, is it wrong to lie? Is it wrong to lie? Uh, I think it depends on the situation. I think it depends on the intent of the lie. If it's to not harm somebody, say like a white lie, in order to help them, then sure. But if it's obviously with intent to hurt somebody, their feelings or physically, then yes. Let's say that, you know, I have my new haircut, and you're like, oh, yeah, that looks great. Is that going to help me? Because then I'm going to be like, oh, now I'm going to get this again. So is that white lie going to help me or is it going to hurt me in the end? I think it depends on how you say it. And like, it's all about if the person has enough confidence to rock it. I mean, it's all up to the person really. So if, if they feel they have the confidence enough that, that regardless of what other people think, you should do what you think is best. So, All right. What about, is it wrong to steal? Yes. Is it wrong to murder? Yes. You know what? I believe, and this is that God wrote his law on everyone's heart, and that's how you know that things are evil, because it's wrong to lie and steal and murder. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I think there's a lot of loose, like, there's a lot of leeway between what you consider murder, stealing, lying. I don't think it's exactly one clear-cut definition. So where's the line... Because, you know, like, murder in my mind is murder. And so, where is the grayness in murder? Uh, I think that you can get into a lot of different areas, especially because there are things called holy wars, for example, that it's it's seen as okay even by the church for that to be in war. And so, good. Okay, so, right. So, Muslims were... Uh, Muslims were killed, uh, Christians, you know, they killed three-fourths of all Christians for 500 years, and then the Pope said, hey, we need to go to war because they're killing everybody. So then, that is a war based, that's uh, not murder, but that's war. And so I guess war is different, so I see where you're going with that. Um, Let me ask you a question. Would you consider yourself evil? No, but I'm not going to say that I'm 100% perfect. I think that I'm a human being, and I live to the best of my beliefs, and I try to live by... I'm a, I'm a Catholic, I'm Roman Catholic, but uh, I don't necessarily adhere to all the rules just because I'm human, but I try my best. So I wouldn't say that I'm bad by any means, but I'm not, you know, popely, So. All right, so have you ever told a lie? Yes. Have you ever stolen anything? No. Now, the Bible says if you hate someone, you've murdered them in your heart. If you lust after someone, you commit adultery in your heart. So if God judged you by the Ten Commandments, would you be innocent or guilty? I'd be guilty. If you're guilty, would you go to heaven or hell? I think it depends on how you repent for your sins and how you live your life every day. So I believe me right now, if I was to die right now, I would go to heaven just because of the belief in my heart and the love for people that I have. So I think that it's not necessarily condemning me just because I don't adhere to a role specifically in a cur- like certain moment in my life. 
let's say you stand before a judge, say, judge, I'm so sorry. I'll never do it again. Right. He says, you should be sorry. You shouldn't do it again, but you have to pay that fine. So when you stand before God, what's he going to say? He's going to say, you broke my law. You're going to say, I won't ever do it again. You say, you shouldn't do it again, but who's going to pay that fine for you? I think, again, it comes down to your intent behind it. If you are truly, because I was always raised on the fact that if you're truly sorry for your sins, then you're forgiven, because that's the way that my church believes it. The Bible actually lets people know that the only way to heaven is if someone pays your fine. Why did Jesus die on that cross? To forgive us of our sins, original sin. He died on that cross, it says, to pay our fine. It says The Bible says it's a propitiation. That means like it's the payment for your fine. And so when you stand before God, if you have your fine paid by Jesus when he died on that cross, then you can get to heaven because he paid that fine. Does that make sense? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I believe that he died on the cross for us, for us, our sins, to forgive us of our sins. Um, and then, again, like, going off your Bible... Um, part I this is where I kind of think about the Bible is I don't necessarily consider it literal I think a lot of it's metaphorical and it's supposed to teach us lessons so I I don't know exactly how to feel about specific sayings in the Bible because I think that you can take it different ways so well like do not murder is there a different way you could take that I mean so look at it this way I'm not trying to say anything weird here but uh, so you have say you have to live right and if you if they're coming after you to kill you and it's self defense i'm not going to let them murder me cuz even though like they have the intent to murder me i'm not going to let them get away with that so then again like i don't think it's necessarily murder all the time Okay, I, I, and I agree. So self-defense, self-defense, and if you're in war, if you're a police officer, those things aren't murder because it's not like a hateful intent behind I totally agree with that. But can you name some other places where you think, oh, it's, it's, it's not true? I mean, why would you, how, if, if it's not literal, like what parts do you think aren't true? Um, well, we're taught to love one another as a brother and sister, but then again, you know, um, you can be condemned, for example, the Bible. Um, it's, it's again, it can be like viewed different ways because some people believe that the Bible says that we should hate gays, and others believe that we shouldn't. Well, what verse says that you should hate gays? I'm not saying that. I'm not. I don't think that. But I'm saying that some people look into the Bible and say this line here says that you know we should not say that. Well, it, it's not okay for us to love another man or another woman if they're the same gender as us. But I don't believe that. I'm going along the lines of love your brother and sister, like, for who they are. And that's where I view it. But, again, I'm not going to say... I'm not speaking for everyone here, but I'm saying there is people that will view the Bible in a certain way because, I mean, it is up for interpretation, so... Well, you know, it does say that um, t- that you shouldn't lie with a man like, you know, like you would with a woman. Like, a man should not lie with a man like you do with a woman. And, um, you know... Where do you get that that's that truth? Like, where? How how do you know that that's your absolute truth? That 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 is okay. Where do you get that truth from? I really, again, I'm I'm going along the lines that I think that the main thing is the golden rule is like treat others how you want to be treated, and as long as you're loving to other people, I think that's the way to go about life. I, I again, I'm I'm a Roman Catholic, but I don't necessarily believe in everything that we're taught. I mean, it. 
I think it really comes down to who you are as a person, whether, you know, and you write your own story. So it comes down to really what you truly believe and how you want to view things. So I don't really think there is a clear-cut answer. I think it's really the only way to show, like, if you're a good person or a bad person is by the actions and how you treat people. And how do you judge those actions on how you treat people? Again, I, th- I think it goes by the intent of the person and the consequences that everybody whether you know the consequences of right away or not, you're still going to understand them eventually. And if you see other people do these actions and you see that it's bad, then obviously you shouldn't. But again, I, I always was under the assumption that it's easier to be bad and harder to be good. So the if something's harder for you, like not getting something right away or you know go out of your way to help somebody, even though that's harder for you, I think that's what you should do. So again, I think it goes behind the intent and like your actions. All right, let's say that I am a doctor and I see 10 clear signs that you have cancer. You know what I think? You know what? I want to be loving and I don't want to ruin your day, so I'm just not going to tell you. Do you think that I'm loving? I think that you're trying to be very, um, I think you're trying to be kind and not hurting them. But again, it is your job as a doctor to let them know because in order to hopefully cure them you know they have to know what's going to happen and i think that's under the you know doctor's laws that they go when they uh finish school and they you know take their oath that that's something they have to do right and so in the bible it tells us that all liars love their place in lake of fire no thief no murder no adulterer can enter the kingdom of heaven and that even lusting after a person whether you're a man lusting after a man or a woman lusting after a woman or a man lusting after a woman that that's adultery of the heart and so that uh, it says that marriage is one man and one woman, and that if they don't repent and trust Jesus, they'll end up in hell for eternity. It's one thing to die of cancer, but it's another to spend an eternity on hell. So don't you think it might be unloving not to tell them the truth? Uh, are, are you going back to the doctor thing? Yes, because here's the thing is the doctor, he knows that they have 10 clear warning signs that they have cancer. Well, here's the thing is that I have 10 clear warning signs that people are going to end up in hell. And one of those one of those things is, you know, the inappropriate relationship. You know, that is what God says is going to happen. That is what the Bible states is true. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I, I understand what you're saying now. I clarified. But, uh, see, this is the other thing is that everybody is allowed to believe what they want. And, it, you know, whether it is your religion to go out and to preach to people and let them know I think that there's only so far you can go before there, there's a there's a borderline between shoving you know your beliefs down somebody's throat when and then expressing your religious beliefs, which is completely okay to express yours. But I don't think that you should necessarily force somebody to believe yours because then that's when a lot of conflict starts. And I think that's why we have a lot of problems that we do in the world is because people don't accept other people's beliefs because there's many other religions in this world and. I don't think that it's necessarily clear-cut that one's correct or not. I think a lot of them share a lot of good values, regardless of what religion you may think it is, and a lot of other values that are bad. I'm not going to agree with 100% of what other religions say, but again, I don't really think there's a clear-cut answer other than just being a good person that you can be and trying to help others. Let me ask you a question. Um, Is it logical that only one one of those religions can be true? That's exactly what I'm saying. That's not true. All of them could be correct in some ways, and some ways they're not correct. So I think it's really, it goes down to like the core 
of what the religion really based around. If it's based around helping somebody or belief in loving others, then yeah, that, that's that's the correct way to go. But you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that like a certain religion's beliefs that like I need to harm somebody in order to gain entrance somewhere. I don't agree with that. But again, I'm not going to go and tell them they're wrong because then that's their religious beliefs. So. And think about this. One religion says that Jesus is, is just a prophet. That would be Islam. And Christianity says that Jesus is is God, right? And, and Jehovah's Witnesses, oh, I hope I get this right. They believe Jesus is somebody else. And the Mormons believe that, you know, Jesus is, you know, just one of many gods. And, and in Jehovah's Witness, they believe he's the Michael. Logically, only one of those could be true, right? Um... I don't know. I, I don't know necessarily. I don't think so. I think that, like, it could... Because in sometimes, as long as he's showing the same message, I, I think it's up to whatever you truly want to believe. I Like, for me, again, being a Roman Catholic, I believe that he is part of the Holy Trinity, and he is part of God. But if, you know, like, for example, Judaism, they don't believe that, but they believe that he was a good person and he wanted to spread the message of God, I think as long as it gets the same key concepts out there... And that's that's fine with me. Well, you know what? So uh, the key concepts for Islam is that they want to take over the entire world, and they will. They, you know, it says to kill all the infidels wherever they're found. You know what I mean? And so that in, in Christianity is, you know, I'll die to tell you the message, and in, in Islam, it's I'm going to kill you unless you accept the message. Those are two very different things, aren't they? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I, again, I'm. I'm not saying that our specific religion's views are correct. I think it comes down to like some of the generalized concepts. So, can I ask what religion you are? I'm a born again Christian. I believe the Bible is absolutely true. Okay. All right. Do you have any qu- uh, more questions you want to ask me? Uh, not really, just because I have class in like five minutes. But uh, I mean, I, I find it very interesting, different views, and I'm not going to sit here and say anything about your religion because I don't really know much about it. I've heard of it. And um, obviously, if you believe in the Bible, then you, we have some common ground. And uh, I believe that you're sending out a good message of trying to help people and, you know, show them the way to heaven. And I respect that. And that's all, I mean, I can really say is that we may be different in terms of religious values, but I believe that we have the same core principles of being good people. And I think that's all that really matters. You know what? Actually, I believe that you can't be a good person and that the reason that I need Jesus is because I can't be a good person, that I need his righteousness. I need him to pay the fine because I'm not a good person. I've lied, stolen, lusted, hated. You know, I've broken all the Ten Commandments either in thought, word, and deed. And the only way to get to heaven is for him to pay that fine in full for me. Because every time I lie or do one of those things, it's against an eternal God. And so an eternal payment needs to be paid. And the only way an eternal payment can be paid is if God himself dies and pays that fine. Does that make sense? I mean, that, that I understand where you're coming from. And the, my only comment that I can say, and this is where I tend to, like, not branch off from my church, but uh, I, well, I, I mean, they believe this too for the most part, but uh, I believe in all loving God, and I believe that he, I believe in the power of his love more than I do anything about having to have a payment and that, that my sins are going to be held against me forever. I believe that as long as when I come to terms with before I die or if I die, that as long as I 
am truly sorry for my sins that the all-loving God will forgive me because that is truly what I believe in is that he is all-loving and if I am truly sorry for my sins then he will forgive me because a loving God is a forgiving God and he wants me there. He doesn't want me to go to hell. So Here's the thing is that he is loving but he also is just. So let's say somebody raped and murdered a sister or your mom and they stood before the judge he says, you know what, I'm a loving, forgiving God and so I'm just going to let the person that did that go. Would he really be a loving, good God if he just let people go that did the bad things? I believe if they're truly sorry for their sins, then yes. I, again, there's a lot of gray area here. I mean, there, I really don't, as again, I'm not going on a strict answer, but I think that if the person's truly sorry and that, you know, they, they may have made a sin or committed a sin and done the wrong things, but in the end, if, if, because actions don't necessarily always judge somebody like who they are, because sometimes you can have do something bad, but that's not really who you are. You were forced into a corner with something. For example, you know, murder. For example, like say self-defense. You commit murder because you're defending yourself. We we talked about this before. So if it's you know, I don't believe that God's going to punish me for trying to continue my life when you know somebody else is trying to take it. So I think you know, there's a lot of gray area and. Uh, again, you're entitled to your beliefs just as much as I am, and that's really all I got to say. It's just, you know, I respect yours, and I hope you respect mine. You're listening to Witness Radio. Thanks for listening. And again, go to witnesstalkradio.org to sign up for the Martyreo Academy. It's going to sell out fast, so make sure you are there. Until next time, the fields are ripe for the harvest. So what are you waiting for? Get out there and share your faith. May God bless you. Witness Radio has been brought to you by the Muniac family.